we pay tribute to Arns Westra, a pioneer of documentary photography in New Zealand. Arns Westra, CNZM, was born in 1936 in the Netherlands and immigrated to New Zealand in 1957 at the age of 21. Well known for her depictions of Māori life in the 20th century, her prominence as an artist was amplified by her controversial 1964 children's book, Wash Day at the Pa. Anne died yesterday at her home in Wellington, aged 86, survived by her three children and six grandchildren. With us now to pay tribute to her life and work is her agent, David Alsop of Sweet Gallery. Tēnā David. Kia ora, Suzanne. Kia ora. Nice to be here. Good evening, listeners. My sympathies to you, and thank you very much for being with us tonight and for being in the studio. It always makes such a difference, and we're grateful for you coming in. No problem. Could we start with you describing Aunt's to us, her character, her personality, your yeah. relationship? Yep, and just, just before we do that, I just want to extend my sympathies to, to Aunt's family and, and um, friends who are all um, very upset by Aunt's passing. Um, Arns Westra, the character, tough, determined, comprehensive, passionate, hardworking, a little bit Dutch. I think her character kind of shone through there in some of some of her um, attributes, but overall, a person who we can all be extremely grateful. To for her remarkable contribution to New Zealand history and also to um, to the arts in, in New Zealand. I mean, without her, we would be really um, we w- we wouldn't have something quite extraordinary that we have got through her massive archive of images going back to 1957 when she arrived in New Zealand. Why is her photography so important? Well, it operates on many levels. It's important from the social history record perspective. I mean, when Arne started work in New Zealand in in the 50s and early 60s, I mean, it wasn't really a thing to be photographing social history of New Zealand. She she came, and and in that regard, I mean, she was a true pioneer of the genre, um, working at the time in a mostly male-dominated field, um, she said about what now is, we sort of regard as having become the biggest archive or uh, collection of images of New Zealand history ever. So her work um, will really, you know, right into the future, um, allow anyone who sort of comes to the images to understand what it might have been like being a New Zealander at a particular point in time and place. I mean, she had an understanding that a photograph could really transcend any sort of living personal memory and become history. Uh, She was dedicated to her passion, which was photography and you know she set about right from the start capturing what she sort of would refer to as sort of quote unquote ordinary life and that's the the sort of casual natural interactions of ordinary New Zealanders just going about their day-to-day activities I mean 
it didn't have to be something glamorous that she photographed. It could have been someone digging the garden or it could have been someone filling the car with petrol. I mean, Anne's saw images and captured them and we're very grateful for that. I mean, the extension of that also with regard to appreciation, I know that Arns was, and we talked a lot about this sort of towards the end of her life, about an appreciation and respect that she had for um, for people that she met and she was always grateful to photograph. How did you meet? We met in 2006 in Leiden after her handbook exhibition, which was um, curated and coordinated by Lauten Jan Beringer, uh, had toured New Zealand and then went to Leiden, her birthplace. And I was living in Amsterdam at the time and saw this advertised. And at that, that stage, I'd, I'd already um, purchased a few Aunt's Westra photographs myself and was uh, very keen to go down to the uh, museum there and meet her. So it went down there and met her that day. I had my six-month-old son, Hugo, with me, who Arns met for the first time that day too. Um, that it wasn't really until uh, I established um, Sweet Gallery in 2007 and um, held an exhibition by another Dutch photographer um, and the Dutch embassy were involved and Arns came as a guest of the Dutch ambassador. So um, it was through that opportunity that I, um, without really knowing the etiquette of what was what in those days in my early career of, of running a gallery invited Arns to, to bring a couple of prints into the gallery if she'd like to. So sure enough, a couple of weeks later, she arrived with uh, with a couple of prints and uh, I guess from there everything's kind of developed into quite a substantial sort of all-consuming relationship that we've had together over the last um, sort of 15 years. How collectible is her work? Well... What we've what we've done in the last few years in conjunction with the National Library is that we're, is we've been able to digitise the negative archives. So, you know, just sort of putting aside the sort of collectible aspect. Uh, I mean, I I think the images are you know, collectible or um, worthy of kind of attention because of just what they are. And what we find now is that um, the engagement with Arns' image archive is, is very, very high because the images, uh, the negative archive has been digitised and those images are uploaded onto the uh, National Library website. So anyone can search that, um, search the archive, you can keyword into that, you know, Rotorua 1972, great year, great place, and um, you, that will spit out the photographs of uh, that Arns took in, with those, those, those sort of... Um, keywords attached so I see a lot of value in, in the archive being online and, and from Arns's point of view the conclusion of that digitisation project or even once we commenced it was sort of like closing the circle for her on her professional career because her intention had always been to have you know, li- literally unrestricted access to her archive um, and following the digitisation and the upload and the cataloguing work that um, my team have been doing and also the team at the National Library have been doing, there's something there that is just really rich, like a treasure box. I mean, it's like a photo album of New Zealand. 
ensure that the the prints are, are collectible in, in, in a sort of an art sense and a um, commercial sense and I, and I definitely expect that that would um, continue to be the case um, in the future uh, there's you know, limited numbers of prints and image options you know, get whittled down and supply and demand, simple economics, those sort of things, those sort of forces at work. Uh, but as I said, I think the, the real value and beauty of the archive is in its accessibility. It's a massive job, right? Archiving at the best of times, let alone something that is so that has such great meaning to so many people and also obviously to the country as a whole. What else needs to happen for this archive to really be secure? Yeah, it has been a big project. Um, and you know, when we started, Natalie Marshall, the curator of photography at the National Library at the time, was just, she's just about to finish there. When we started the project, we sort of both looked at each other and scratched our heads and thought, where do we actually start here? You know, the the best estimate that we have currently as to the size of the archive is, is about 320 to 340,000 images. Um, to date, we've done well over half um, and I mean the archive of those 340 odd thousand images is broken down to say 160,000 negatives and the balance and on digital cards sort of post early 2000s and so the 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 technical work and the time consuming work is the scanning of the negatives Um, and there's a little bit more to do and we'll sort of regroup obviously in the next few weeks um following Arndt's funeral and once the dust has settled a little bit and just think about how we're going to tackle the final part of the project to sort of make one big complete collection um, that everyone can enjoy and, um, and access. If people want to see her photographs, so not just online but in person, is there anywhere that the work's being shown at the moment? Yeah, we always have some up at our galleries in Wellington and Ponsonby, so it's on Cuba Street and, and Ponsonby Road. Um, I'm planning some sort of tribute exhibition that will start in a couple of weeks, just once we get through the next um, next sort of week or so and, and get organised for that. Uh, meanwhile, nearly all of the institutions around New Zealand have holdings of Anders' work. Some have substantial holdings, like Te Papa has you know, in the tens of thousands of, of prints. And um, I saw a text today from um, one of the um, staff there that there may be an opportunity to, to mount a small tribute show um, there, but I'm sure there will be you know, other institutions like the Dallas and the, the Sergeant and Wanganui, uh, anyone who holds their prints, I, I hope will make an effort to uh, to get those out and let people get let people see them but yeah meanwhile photography translates extremely well online and you know the images that are on websites and you know ours included and and other ones around the place if you were just to google Arns Westra you'll come up with a very uh, very big group of images that you can you can just sort of work through in your own pace it definitely is substantial. I, I did that to see what the experience would be just before I came on air, and it's like, oh, I, I could have actually very easily missed the start of my shift just sitting there going through the images because it's a, it's extraordinary, just the volume, and that's just doing a simple Google with her name. No, that, that's quite right. I mean, there's 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 an Arns Westra Instagram account which um, Harriet, one of my assistants, manages, um, and we we're quite diligent at posting 
on that um, that channel, you know, pretty much every day. Uh, so, I mean, Harriet has a great job there with just even being able to go through the archive and, and select images that we might post from time to time because, you know, a 340-odd thousand image archive, there's no one person that has ever seen it, has ever seen the lot, you know, so to consume that much material if you sat at your screen as you said you know if you sat at your screen and went, wanted to work through the, those images you would be there for weeks and you'd get to the end of a day and you'd be quite overwhelmed so it's a really really massive um, massively rich archive David let's talk about your relationship with ours if we can because it's a very specific one that an agent has and an agent that's also the person who cares for a gallery what insights would you like to share well I mean Arms and I came to sort of be where we are where we were where we are just through really a friendship that developed and a mutual respect for what each other could do and um, how we could help each other so it has been a very intimate all-consuming um, relationship at times I mean she's known my children their entire lives she's we've traveled together we've gone back to areas where she was active particularly in the 60s like uh, Rotorua and Ruatoria, Ruatoki, Hiraharama and held exhibitions there now we've, we've we've been through a lot together and you know we've seen highs and we've seen some lows but at the end of the day we've we've been there for each other and we've had a lot of mutual respect for each other and trust in each other um so and I, I haven't really, to be honest, had the kind of chance since the news broke yesterday just to sort of sit down and collect my thoughts and start processing Arnes' loss because um, I've just been you know, working, obviously, doing media things and, and taking care of um, arrangements for later in the week for the funeral. But it's I'm going to be really... I mean, Arnes will be sorely missed and I'm going to really miss her as a friend um, and as someone on the end of the phone or on, on the end of the email who... You know, when she was in good form, she had a really wicked sense of humour. She was extremely good at telling me off. I got quite used to that. So I learnt that, you know, just sort of accepted having lived in the Netherlands and with arms being Dutch that, you know, I, would, I was always going to know what I did wrong. Occasionally there was some praise, but for the most part um, it was very much sort of just a, what do we need to do, what are we working on, keeping each other in the loop. Uh, about things, talking about ideas, talking about projects, talking about things she might still want to realise, you know, completing this digitisation project um, and just really sort of seeing, making sure that she was as regarded and highly regarded and, and um, well looked after her as she could be in, um, in her sort of twilight years. So um, I hope we've done that for her. David, thank you very much for your time and, and for your for the immediacy of this conversation and uh, for sharing as much in the words that you haven't tonight as you as in the words that you have, uh, this relationship that you have had. And I will dare to say will continue to have with Arns Westra and the nature of creative work as it continues. Um, legacy, right? The actual real meaning of legacy. I really appreciate yeah, this conversation. Yeah, I don't think we quite know yet... Um you know, just how, how much influence Arns has had and will continue to have 
you know, it's exciting to think about how my children you know, or our children or you know people might engage with her images in in forty fifty odd years but um it's the archive is well set up to uh to be valid and and um useful for for lots of people to come so it's a real privilege to have got to know her and to be able to work with her images so thank you for having me on thank you for your work Kakite. Uh, now the details for David Alsop at the Sweet Gallery it's uh, sweet s-u-i-t-e dot co dot n-z forward slash answestra uh, I've been reading different things and I really want to share this note uh, on the end of that beautiful conversation with David, this one is many different media outlets, New Zealand media outlets have been acknowledging Anne's work and her passing with specific tributes. And this one I read on Newsroom, written by Aaron Smale. This is the last paragraph, and if you're able to, I do absolutely guide you to read the rest of the article. But he closes by saying, alongside Marty Friedlander, another immigrant, Westra gave an outsider's perspective that noticed the extraordinary among the mundane. Both of them held up a mirror to the nation they had adopted as their home. Westra's visual record of New Zealand in a crucial time of change is unsurpassed. It was an honour to have a fleeting encounter with the person who created such a legacy.